Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. The word atonement is a precious word that beautifully expresses, like no other word, what Jesus did to reconcile man to God. The word atonement is only used once in the New Testament, Romans 5.11. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. The definition of atonement is similar to the definition of reconciliation. But atonement is more than reconciliation in that it stresses the action necessary to completely make up for the wrong that has been done. I apologize for using such an inconsequential illustration, but hopefully it will help to give a simple understanding of what it means to atone. In a baseball game, it's the top of the inning, and your team is out in the field. The other team has the bases loaded with two outs. The guy at the plate swings at the pitch and hits a ground ball right to the shortstop. Easy out. But somehow, the ball evades the infielder's glove and goes right through his legs into the outfield. Two runs score. What should have been the third out instead gives the other team a two-run lead. The fans get restless. Some of them even start to boo the shortstop. In the bottom of that inning, It just so happens that that same shortstop comes to the plate with the bases loaded. And with one swing of the bat, he sends the ball over the left field wall. His grand slam gives the home team a two-run lead. And the same people who were booing him 15 minutes ago are now jumping up and down cheering for him. And the announcer says, well, he certainly atoned for his error in the top of the inning and everybody listening to the game knows exactly what the announcer means. That is admittedly a very base illustration of a word that represents the most glorious act of atonement in all of eternity, but I hope it made the light come on for someone listening. Atonement is action. It is action that satisfies one who has been wronged. The ultimate human wrong is our rebellion against our Creator. And the ultimate atonement is the complete substitutionary action that Jesus took to fully satisfy his Father's holiness and justice on our behalf. Webster's 1828 Dictionary gives these definitions of atonement. Reparation made by giving an equivalent for an injury. In theology, the expiation of sin made by the obedience and personal sufferings of Christ. In the atonement, God transferred man's guilt to Jesus. Isaiah 53, 6. The Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. 2 Corinthians 5, 21. He hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Not only did God transfer man's guilt to Jesus, he also transferred to Jesus the penalty the suffering that man's sentence required, Isaiah 53, 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. 
and with his stripes we are healed. 1 Peter 3.18 For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. Atonement means that Christ's actions met the demands of the law on our behalf. Romans 10.4 For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. Man has never been saved by works. He's always been saved by grace. But before Christ, God used man's keeping of his law as the indication that man was relying on God's grace. Leviticus 18.5 Ye shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments, which if a man do, he shall live in them. But that ended with Christ's death and resurrection. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. Atonement means that the actions of Christ made it possible for a holy and just God to have mercy on sinful humans. Ephesians 2, 4-7 But God, who is rich in mercy, for His great love wherewith He loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. God will only have mercy on those who are in Jesus, because Jesus took the action that allowed God to transfer our guilt to Jesus to transfer our sentence to Jesus, thereby fulfilling the demands of God's law. This is the atonement. Christian, your Savior did everything necessary to reconcile you to God. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.